Dear Self, First off, I want to apologize for my absence and my silence recently. I admit it has been way too long. Please don't think I've been ignoring you. It's just all been very hectic, and it might have been kind of self-centered. I just really want you to know that you're always there in my thoughts, even when evidence is scarce. By the way, also forgive me if it's all a bit sloppy what I write, or if I make little sense. Sometimes I hardly understand myself. I'm writing to you beneath this brilliant dark blue sky and a full moon casting an eerie glow on the offices across while listening to a podcast about the year 1816, also known as the year without a summer, because of the abnormally low temperatures caused by a massive volcanic eruption in Indonesia a year before, sorting all kinds of effects like food shortages, but also bursts of creativity amongst writers and poets and painters. Truly fascinating. Hence likely to read some of that sentiment in my words, I suppose. Aren't we all affected by the climate? Even the slightest anomalies can make me feel oddly uncanny. Anyhow, you tell me that you don't go out a lot lately and see very few people. I could be mistaken, and please do tell me if I'm being too bold or if it's impertinent of me to ask, but I somehow got the feeling there was more to it. Is something troubling you? It sounded like you were a little disheartened. Are you? If so, you know you can tell me, right? I mean, yes, we had minimal contact recently, but we've known each other since forever. There shouldn't be any secrets between us. I'd say... It sometimes almost feels like I know you better than I know myself. But the weather probably doesn't help here. To go outside, I mean. Although I would obviously disagree, you know me. It was chilly and rainy yesterday when I biked through this dense morning fog at daybreak, and it really lightened up the rest of my day. I remember telling myself not to forget about it and to recall that moment of solace when again stressing out about whatever latest trivial matter would upset me. So, I'm on the move quite a bit these days. As said, it's been busy. And at times I could do with a breather, you know. Sometimes I'd wish I could retreat a little, withdraw into myself, so to speak. But life seems to be too frenzied for interruptions. Do you know what I mean when I say that every so often I wish I had more time for myself, some more quality time? It might sound odd, but I guess I have been neglecting myself a bit lately, even though I have been so self-preoccupied. I suppose one could forget about taking care of oneself, despite having all eyes on the advance of one's own business. As though everything you do serves something else, someone other than you. I don't know. It might be the full moon. Perhaps you could teach me how to consent in a form of self-isolation from time to time, setting aside everything else. Then again, I'll grant you that after having spent a few days on my own, I usually grow a little tired of myself. Maybe it's me. Most likely, I've also just cultivated a habit of having people around. Or perhaps I'm afraid of being alone for too long, and as a result becoming segregated, lonely, becoming depressed, and perhaps even losing myself a little. Doesn't it bother you, being all by yourself? You have enough friends, right? Wouldn't you agree there is some kind of tipping point between pleasant solitude and the urge to be amongst other people? 
I vividly remember how Sundays used to be the best days when it was drizzling, and I could easily play in my room for hours on end. And I truly didn't need anyone or anything else. How different is it now? I mean, I genuinely enjoy the speed and agitation that come along with a packed schedule. It provides life with a sense of fulfillment, I guess. But I think what I find difficult is finding the right balance. I feel like being drawn into the fray more often than I'd like to, or that would be good for me. Like I'm being ruled by the next thing. I'm well aware of the fact that the injunction to constantly hurry could take a steep toll on my mental health. It's never enough, which ultimately might only prompt self-deception. Not what you'd call the healthiest of lifestyles. A continual exasperation of not achieving the goals you set yourself that arouses constant and deep dissatisfaction. I should probably slow down at some point. Although, on the other side, that's not the whole story. To be honest, I think I do need those stimuli. Sorry if I've let myself go. I wanted to respond to the things you've mentioned, and here I am rambling on about myself. It's probably how it goes, but it does me some good, though. Writing you actually helps me reflect on myself and my own situation. Someone once told me he'd write letters to himself. I can see how that could help. Getting your thoughts on paper to get them out of your mind. In that respect, writing functions as a kind of placeholder for the other person you need to get your story across. Which makes a lot of sense, in fact. You know what I mean? Who needs someone else, right? that you'd fend off the possibility of receiving feedback, which, honestly, I would be the last to depreciate or dismiss as insignificant. It's a little like social media where no one really listens, but people merely vomit what they want to say. It's important to have interaction. Do you talk to other people? About yourself, I mean? You say you sleep poorly. It seems to me as if it could be connected to you residing most of your time indoors and spending time almost exclusively alone. I don't want to act as your therapist, but if I were you, I wouldn't underestimate the importance of sustaining contact with the outside. I don't even necessarily think of meeting other people. A mere change of scenery can do a lot. Remember what I described about my early morning bike ride yesterday? It's somehow a liberating experience to let the awareness of your surroundings seep into your mind. You might remember I used to have a lot of trouble sleeping. It was definitely connected to the fact that I had a lot on my mind. But I kept everything to myself, really bottling up even the triflest of things. And so I would lie in bed, exhausted, while some other part of me was still ruminating the day. Almost like I'd be two different individuals in disagreement of what to do. What I did, eventually, was allowing myself to take a rest from work and separating leisure time from work time to do other things, go for walks, see friends. It's that kind of diversion that helped me open up to the unforeseen and giving way to things unknown. Which is a little like saying it's okay life is uncontrollable and you're not alone. Which is something I could benefit from more as well, I suppose. But as far as I'm concerned, you could too. Although I can only guess why you sleep poorly, I'd say spending less time with yourself might help. I sure sound a whole lot like your therapist now, which is, again, by no means my attention. But I guess it's worthwhile trying. 
I've never actually seen a therapist myself. I've always been a little suspicious when it comes to therapy, in fact. I imagine it to be somehow deceitful, probably instigated by my own arguably unjustified resentment against any form of fashion imperative, seeing how these days everybody seems to have therapy. But maybe I'm too snob, too stubborn, and should give it a try before making ill-found disapprovals. After all, even I cannot solve everything myself, can I? I hope I made up for my silence at least a little with this letter, which turned out so much longer than I envisioned. And if I've been exceedingly oppressive or worried about nothing, then just forgive me. That's just the way I am. You know that. I really must go to bed now. New day tomorrow. You know what it's like. With warmth and love. Me. Really?